Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, episode 155. The following is the recitation of Psalm 140, aka Perek or Mizmor Kuf Mem. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 140 Lamanatseach Mizmor Le David Chaltseni Adonai Me Adam Ra Me Ish Hamasim Tin Sereni Asher Hashwu Raot Believe Kol Yom Yaguru Mil Hamot Shananu Le Shonam Kemo Nahash Hamat Ach Shuv Tahat Sifatemo Sela Shamrani Adonai Midei Rasha Meish Hamasim Tin Sirani Asher Hashvu Lid Hot Peamai Tamnu Geim Pach Li Bachavalim Parshu Reshet Liad Magal Mokshim Shatu Li Sela Amarti Ladonai Eli Ata Haazina Adonai Kol Tachanunai Adonai Adonai Oz Yeshu Ati Sakota Le Roshi Biyom Nashak Al Titain Adonai Ma'avaye Rasha Zemamo Al Tafik Yarumu Sela Rosh Mitsibai Amal Sifatemo Yechasemo Yimotu Alehem Gechalim Baesh Yapilem Bitmaha Morot Bal Yakumu Ish Lashon Bal 
yikon ba'aretz ish chamas ra yitzudenu lemad chifot yadati ki ya'ase adonai din ani mishpat evionim ach tzadikim yodu lishmecha yeshvu yesharim et panacha Psalm 140 is an intense mizmor that describes the various ways in which enemies are attacking the narrator. The psalm does not appear whole in our prayers, but some recite the last pasuk before leaving a synagogue to evoke the notion that they are not rushing away from a meeting with Hashem. There are many different descriptions of evildoers in this psalm. Adam Ra, simply translated as bad men. Ish Hamasim, person of deceit. Geim, arrogant, rasha, we've interpreted it as bad in a disconnected way. Ish lashon, a man of the tongue. Ish hamas ra'a, person of bad dealings. Then it goes on to compare them to snakes and scorpions and hunters and trappers, giving the images of the narrator being hunted or attacked either physically or by false accusations which we mentioned was probably happening in the last psalm as well. Most Mepharshim say that the events behind this psalm are from David's life, as it starts off Mizmor le David, a psalm to David. Furthermore, Radak says it could refer to Doeg Ha'adomi, who slandered David, or the Zifim, who betrayed him even though he was one of them. Or it could be when Achitofel, one of his advisors and grandfather-in-law, betrayed him by joining forces with Avshalom. David had so much betrayal and slander in his life, so it would make sense that he wrote this mismore. The al opinion is that it refers to all Jews in exile, and or when we are amongst the other nations, as we have for centuries been the scapegoat and pariah of society, that has been kicked out, expelled, had holocausts against us, etc. Unfortunately, Loelenu in the future. Side note, the word Sela is said three times during the description of the evil people after not having been mentioned for the past 50-something psalms. Food for thought. In any case, the last two verses kind of flip, and it starts with Yadati, I know, Reminiscent for me of all the ways we just described in which Hashem knows us in the last psalm. Now David is giving that same vote of confidence back, it seems, telling Hashem that he knows that Hashem will do justice for the Ani and the Evion, the poor and the destitute, seeming to equate these descriptions with the righteous men in the last Pasuk. Some have said it's a prayer that Hashem should save them from the evildoers but it seems like more of a statement. My husband pointed out that this psalm highlights how vulnerable the psalmist feels, that if we are, in fact, going into the world of trappers and hunters while 
acting upright with integrity, then this is a statement of Amuna of the faith that we need to have that Hashem will in fact keep us upright and safe amidst them, right? So it answers the question for me why I should even try to speak my truth in the face of all that could be potentially against me, since the narrator at the end of the psalm is still aiming to remain righteous and praise what he knows to be truth, namely that Hashem, what Hashem stands for. Whether you want to talk nationally with the simple recent examples of liables with Kanye West inciting hate, side note, out of what he literally said is jealousy for the Jews, what we have, but then this gets counteracted with the non-Jewish nanny on TikTok speaking her truth about how her Jewish children that she nannies would never do the horrible things that he says. And she gives such a great perspective of what Jewish values actually are from a place of love instead of fear and jealousy. The psalm is pointing out to not be afraid to speak the truth and stand up for the truth. The mitzvah of lota amod al damriacha, literally meaning do not stand by idly while your neighbor bleeds, according to Rabbi Daniel Friedman, is not just about if we can do an action, but that If we can reveal something to somebody who can otherwise be in danger, that includes the realm of speech as well, that we have to speak up against the misinformation and the disinformation, speak up for truth because it can save so many lives. There are a lot of people in the world that unfortunately have a mindset of anger and fear and hate, and they do scheme, like verse 3 says, plot wars all day. Then there is something that this psalm doesn't exactly touch on, but I'm reading between the lines in the sense that there are people who are afraid to speak their truth. These people have become known more recently as people pleasers who aren't evil, but they don't want to stir up any conflict because it's been ingrained in them from a young age subconsciously that the way to avoid conflict is to ensure everyone is happy. Conflict is uncomfortable and doesn't feel safe or good or nice for them. The holistic psychologist points out that in order to be generous, to actually be selfless, and to have authentic relationships with people, we have to stop being nice and start being kind. Pointing out that not only is people-pleasing draining, but you think you are helping yourself and others because things get done without a fuss from you. But usually, you end up being burned out and actually not respected in the long run. Being nice just helps you not feel guilty. There's actually kind of selfish motives behind that if you think about it. When at the same time, you're not actually giving yourself what you need. Being kind instead looks like speaking your truth, letting people know what your boundaries are, so that you are actually putting your needs first in a way that makes you feel less anxious and depressed because you have let them know that you don't actually agree with their approach on things. We can clearly see that if we didn't have people willing to kindly speak their truth out of love on a national level, the Jewish nation would no doubt be in a worse position these days. Same goes with personal relationships. 
we can actually create more healthy and meaningful relationships if we actually learn and speak our needs and give space for others to healthfully speak theirs. And yes, we pray in the face of a world that does in reality have relationships that may have ulterior motives that Hashem will help protect us while we strive to present this vulnerable integrity that the narrator highlights here. May we be able to learn how to be kind instead of nice and speak our truth in a way that combats the evil that attempts to take over. The learning and recitation for this week's psalm is in the merit that Hashem will help good and truth overcome evil speedily in our day.